Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. If the world's biggest companies are to go green, then often it is their shareholders that will force them to do so. The most gi- the biggest companies in the world are controlled to some extent by giant pension funds. Legal in general is one of the largest fund managers worldwide and they have set a series of climate pledges. But have they been sticking to them even when returns might be far more lucrative when not so green industries such as oil or defence? Stephen Beer is Senior Manager for Sustainability and Responsible Investment with Legal and General Investment Management and is on the line. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. You talk about dial movers, i.e. companies who move the dial. I suppose that's code for huge companies. Uh, And you openly list them um, as companies that you're going to put pressure on, to put it that, put it mildly. That's right. Um, um, We're launching our our, uh, annual climate impact pledge report and we've made big changes this year. We've increased the number of companies that we're assessing on the grounds of climate change to over 5,000. Uh, from a thousand, and also we've increased the number of dial mover companies that we engage with, and these are the companies that we think in in climate critical sectors are worth engaging with because if we could get them to change, we might also uh, make them a sort of a catalyst for change in their sectors too. If you see what I mean, I do. And so that's what and you, that's what we're and trying you, to to do. You name them, which is um, unusual. Usually, uh, companies uh, as prominent as legal in general would be a little bit more discreet and name the sectors. You name AIG, China Construction Bank, China Resources Cement, Exxon Mobil, Industrial Commercial Bank of China. Um, I, will you be selling shares in them or kind of guiding your clients not to invest in them? Well, what, the way the dial mover engagements work is that we basically try and get alongside companies and encourage them to change. And we print, we're, we're very transparent about what we're doing with the Climate Impact Pledge. So we produce uh, sector guides. Uh, anyone can see those on our website. You, companies can see the expectations uh, that we have of them. And you know, if, if engagement is unsuccessful or takes too long to see change, then basically we might uh, then vote sanction them, perhaps a vote against the chair of the company. And then if there's still no progress or sufficient progress, then we will think about excluding them or you know, divesting where there are fun, you know, for those funds that are able to do so. And we are very open about what those companies um, would be. And we also give some, some description of you know, the engagements uh, that we've had. Um, the reason for doing this is because you know, these dates aren't moving. To get to one and a half degrees and keep there by 2050, dates along the way, perhaps the targets that companies need, those dates aren't changing, of course, but we're getting closer to them. So the urgency uh, for companies to change is increasing. uh, And we think that it's important investors engage. And that's why, you know, we have uh, over the past year increased the intensity even further of our engagement. Okay, what kind of engagement do you expect from them to burnish their ESG credentials? For example, AIG is an insurance company. What do you expect them to do? Well, we're expecting all companies to um, to basically uh, to have net zero plans. Uh, we want them to have dates with those plans. We want them to look at the uh, the emissions that they might be responsible for, and that includes in the financial sector, where we're thinking very clearly there about. Um, you know, emissions that might be indirectly funded, for example. But one red line, if you like, that we have for uh, all um, sectors that we look at is on climate lobbying. 
we think that companies should be uh, lobbying consistently in a way that is aligned with one and a half degrees uh, as a scenario. So in other words, that's, that's really interesting because you and I both know that some companies say a lot of things in public and when they're in front of a microphone, but when they're behind the scenes and talking to politicians, they might say something very different. That is certainly possible, and that could happen in you know in any companies in any sector. And you know it's important because that that policy backdrop uh, we need, is important for uh, tackling climate change, isn't it? I mean, we need governments to act more. We need international agreements. Uh, to be enforced, we need regulators to be aligned. So all of these things matter in the background. And it's important that the business sector and the financial sector, uh, you know, are speaking in in the right way on this um, and not contradicting themselves. And how do you how do you find out whether someone is being two faced when it comes to lobbying when it's a private meeting? Well, what we're interested here is for companies to actually disclose the, you know, the memberships they have of trade associations and other sort of lobbying groups and also confirm that they have checked that those memberships are consistent you know, with uh, you know, a transition to net zero, that the messaging is right. So first step in a lot of engagement is actually disclosure. It's actually saying, okay, do you have a plan? Uh, have you looked at your relationships with the outside world, with other stakeholders and what you're saying? And can you disclose that to us? I mean, the second aspect is action. You know, if there's something that needs changing, can you show to us that that's actually happening? Now, um, your own shareholders, as in people who own shares in legal in general, uh, might be concerned if you're not maximizing the profits coming into your company by divesting or, you know, leaning on companies that have a very good profit record. Well, what we're concerned about with our engagement is uh, reducing the systemic risk. So the systemic risk of climate change. And we believe it's important um, that investors... um, you know, act on that basis. But the key starting point for us is what are investors' objectives? What are are our clients' objectives? And uh, that's why we have the Climate Impact Pledge, because for those clients that want to apply that, uh, we then have this pledge and this engagement program. But it's always important to start with the the point of view of the client, and then we go from there. And uh, that's exactly what we do here. And our clients want us to reduce systemic risk across the market. And this is one part of that effort. Well, best of luck in your efforts, because I think we'll all be winning out if you do succeed. Stephen Beer there, the legal from Legal and General Investment Management. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.